Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast, where I dive into my life experiences, traumas, and heartache in hopes to figure out why the hell I can't keep a friend. I am your host, Sylvia Costa. Let's open up the conversation. Today, I have a guest that I've known for many years, and I think we just discovered that we haven't spoken physically for 10 years, which makes me feel very old because it feels like yesterday. For those of you guys that don't know, I'm a singer and I was in a couple bands. In those bands, I created really great friendships with a lot of guys and a lot of them I'm still close with. So today I have Scott Picasso. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Nice to connect with you a little under the weather. So excuse me if my voice (laughs) cuts out a bit here and there, but doing great. Yeah, Scott and I are um, getting over a little bit of uh, some type of sickness. So we will sound a little different today. <laughs> yes, and hopefully hopefully my voice holds up. We'll so see. Scott, you were saying that we hadn't talked in almost 10 years. Yeah, it's, it's been almost 10 years. And I, the reason I remember that was because I think it was around the time I graduated school because there was a lot going on. And that was like 2014, almost 10 years, almost nine years, actually. And usually when you think about like what you did 10 years ago, it's kind of like, wow, that really seems kind of longer than 10 years ago or actually seems much sooner than then. But this definitely like when we were playing music together, it definitely doesn't feel like 10 years ago. No. Technically, probably longer than that because we played for, I think, two years. It was was definitely a good but short run. I wish it would have gone on a little bit longer because I think we had something special. We didn't we didn't. I feel like we didn't push it and as hard as we should have. Yeah, and you or know, fight for it. I think as hard as we maybe should have. Playing music in a group is one of the most challenging things I've ever done, and I think it's challenging for lots of reasons. And I don't know if this is something you wanted to like jump into later, but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you have different people at different points of their lives. You have different mm-hmm. age groups. You got people who geographically aren't as like close to each other. So it makes rehearsing difficult. You know, you've got different priorities in life. So it's especially challenging when you have a lot of musicians in the band. You know, yeah. if it's like a three-piece, okay, you can make it work. I'm always really impressed with these groups that could just stick together for long periods of time. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm for like, sure. Damn. I were in a band, Portuguese, Brazilian, Latin, American, all kinds of music. And Scott was, is a drummer. So difficult to keep groups together for a long period of time you know it's especially impressive when you see like groups that are are really kind of keeping like playing at a high level too you know what i mean but yeah yeah like playing music with you and the group was was phenomenal it was a great time um i think at the time i was playing with another group you guys were playing with your separate group and i think there was like a mutual interest between me and a couple of other folks that were playing in one band and then you guys playing in your band and respectively we're each having our own issues with our respective members or commitment issues or whatever it is how to do things really organically I think we try to like okay let's meet up isn't really um I can't say that I was really close with anyone in your group except for one person who I've known for some time and who I still actually talk to more so now I think than I ever did when I was actually playing music with them you know I think a lot of that's just because we have mutual friends and that kind of thing but yeah it was it was a great time I still think about it actually quite a bit then I you know I still I still play music um, and I still played in, in, in Portuguese band, I think, for probably four years after that. <clears throat> and then once I stopped playing uh, in Portuguese band um, and but still like still play drums on my own, do my own thing, you know, got some recording equipment, trying to record drum covers, that type of thing. And then, you know, life happens, you know, you just cuts out a lot of the time. So I spent a lot of time thinking about 
the things that make me happy, the hobbies that I enjoyed and that I still enjoy doing, how I can get back to doing those things more often. And when I get into thinking about that, especially playing music, I think about the band uh, that we were in together. So, you know, short two years, but it was very memorable. I, a lot of really good memories, um, you know, with you guys, you know, both just as friends and as, um, as musicians, you know, so. I agree. I, I also think about it quite often and I miss it. And especially when you get to the point of your life, when you're married and you have kids and it's like, you definitely have to push your self aside and just your identity as being your mom a mom for so long because they're little like you're keeping them alive (laughs) you're really just like their lifeline so I think now that my little one's getting a little bit older this has been kind of a little passion project of mine that I've been doing and it's slowly getting like my identity back in a way like I this has been pretty fun for me but I started the band yeah we came from another band for myself the band that I was in before just wasn't progressing. You know, we would bring new material in and it wasn't being learned or I always admired um, our guitar player in our band because he was so good, but yet he was taking lessons. And to me that always spoke volumes because that meant that he wanted us to get better and he was going to try to evolve and progress with the band. And I think that's what I was lacking in the last band and because I was 19 when I started singing in bands it was like my complete passion this was I would have done it for free I didn't care about the money I mean not that we could have paid a lot but totally something that I was very protective over and I think both came in from different bands we had like a little bit of a not on purpose but click like it was almost like half and half for a while. Like the ones that came from the band that you came from, you guys were closer and the band that we came from, we were closer and a little bit to kind of mesh. I feel like. Yeah, I, for sure. Um, it's interesting. Cause that is, I probably the single most important dynamic that people don't realize when it comes to <clears throat> playing music in a group, you know, with the band or whatever is how well you mesh personality wise. You know, there's lots of factors that are involved. There's age, there's distance, there's priorities, there's, you know, just different personalities. And I think at the time, like the three of us that went over there, I think it was three of us. I think so. I think. Yeah. We all lived in San Jose. So, you know, although like one of them I'd known for since I was really young, the other I hadn't known as long, but still felt really connected, really close with them. And, And actually he and I are still really close you know, like I think the fact that we were from the same area made it easier for us on our off time to hang with each other to chill with each other you know and do all that and and I think I think the geography thing's definitely <laughs> definitely part of it I think those East Bay Portuguese are just different you know what I mean I'm one of them <laughs> you know what I'm saying they're just different and and then down here it's different you know what I mean and so you kind of have to do that and I think you know a couple of the guys were older I, God, that was like over 10 years ago. So I was probably like 24, 23, 24, 25. And that sounds about right. I think we're the same age. Yeah. I was, so I was born in 88. So probably. Yeah. 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 And, and like, you know, you think by 24, 25, you kind of have matured enough to like figure shit out. And at the time I thought I did, cause I was doing a million things. I was like, I was like going to school full time. I was playing a Portuguese band, like, like for the Monica band, I was playing with you and that in our group. And then, you know, I had 
my girlfriend at the time who lived, who's now my wife, who lived, you know, two hours away. And then I was working in the restaurant business. So like all those things were like, and I think about like, that's crazy how much shit I did back then simultaneously. And I, I could never imagine doing all that. Um, but I thought doing all that shit made me kind of like more mature and grown up. Like I had shit figured out. Like I knew how to navigate different personalities and different things, but like, I didn't really learn how to like do all that stuff, how to like communicate effectively with people, I guess, understand people a little bit more until like later on, probably like my later twenties. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, uh, you know, starting my career outside of just the restaurant business and worked in sales and software sales for like seven years. And so like I talked with people from all kinds of different backgrounds all over the States and all over the world, learned a lot about different people, um, you know, lots of successes and failures in that period of time, not just with my career, but just, just in general in my personal life. And so like, I felt like if I was going to start playing music in a group now, uh, you know, I would be much more prepared to like understand people more than just be super ethnocentric about, okay, you know, this is what I'm doing. This is my time you know, and just, I don't know, just understanding people a bit more. So, so yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent, but yeah, like we, we had our group, you had, you guys had your group. We like, we gelled a bit when it came to playing music, but there was always that sort of click outside of it. And I think it's just competing priorities with people. You know, I felt like maybe if we lived closer and we, I mean, we hung out more outside of just playing music with each other, it'd be much more feasible for sure. It makes me really kind of just kind of like, amazed that some of these groups with people like all over the Bay Area can get together, you know, be successful with each other and just maintain that relationship moving forward. So I agree. I definitely agree with that. I live in Tracy now. Not very exciting. Where are you? I'm still in San Jose, actually. Oh, nice. That's from he grew up in San Jose. Oh, did he really? Yeah. So his dad, I don't know if you know, his dad is Manel Jacinto. Oh, the guy who plays music? Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, for that sure, for sure. Because <laughs> yeah, I think he, so my dad was part of like Sporting, the club here in San Jose. Yeah. Bit, and I think he used to perform there a lot. And he does like a lot of little gigs here and there. That's awesome. Well, it's so funny to think about like he used to be in bands when he was younger too. And then he switched to the one man band thing. And I oh, mean, yeah. He, he just, you know, he does his own thing and he still plays guitar and plays, you know, the, the keyboard and sings and and does all of all of that. And he has his little recording studio at home that he records if he wants to record. And he really just, you know, makes all the money and has his own. It's it's so much easier just yourself. You don't have to fight with anyone. Yeah, it's for sure much easier. I always find it interesting, too, that like these certain halls and certain societies are willing to pay those guys a shit ton of money too. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're not as loud. <laughs> and, uh, and there's some impressive ones for sure. Like I'm a big, I'm a big Chico Avila fan. I think Me he's, too. I think the guy is just great. I mean, he's got a killer voice. Um, I, agree. I just went to a wedding actually in, in August and he was there and he was doing like, I, I don't, I, I can't really tell if he's doing a lot of playback stuff or if, or what he's doing, but he's like, he's playing his accordion and he's playing his guitar. He's doing his thing. And I appreciate that for sure. Definitely. I don't think it's the same thing as having like a live band with horns and all those things. And, you know, I've seen different conjuncts in the years who, you know, they don't have like a horn section and, you know, they make up with it with like a keyboard. They'll do all those melodies through a keyboard or whatever. It's still not the same thing. 
it's no, not the same thing for and sure. it's not the same vibe either. Like, there's just nothing like a full piece band. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And when I you and I actually have so much in common, which is probably the reason why we got into it more than once. I think that you and I are passionate people, but we are like defensive. <laughs> what number one, we're Gemini's. We're very like in all the Gemini traits, I feel like. And um I think we clashed in that in that sense where we were just like almost too alike. You were saying like you learned how to be like interact with people and communicate like on a healthy level with work and things like that. I feel like I only really just mastered it because of being a mom like the patience level that you have to have being a parent especially being pretty much like a full-time parent with them all the time is like you they're kids like you have to learn a type of patience and then when I had my youngest one who's 18 months now I went through really bad postpartum depression and to the point where I told my husband, like, I I think I need help. And with going and talking to somebody, I realized that how I was raised. And again, like I always say, no shame on how I was raised. I think it's just like culturally like this too. But we, I was only, how do I say this? Like I wasn't given the tools to to know how to like solve a problem. Like it was only like the yelling and the blaming and then like holding a grudge and never like sitting down and saying like, Hey, did I do something to like hurt you? Or if I did, like that wasn't my intention or just like acknowledging that you messed up or said something. I only really discovered that through, through therapy that I'm like, I have been handling all my situations so messed up. Like, I kind of saw where you're going with this even before you said it, because uh, I know lots of people like I've I got to say my wife's entire pregnancy. The only thing it, I could like a, a huge portion of that of my mental bandwidth was like, OK, is she good. Is the baby good? How is she feeling? Um, she had a pretty good pregnancy and thank God to that. And she did really well. After everything she did really well. Um, that's also part of the reason why I always looked at her kind of differently afterwards. I'm like, I am not worthy. Uh, <laughs> but, um, also like there's the aspect of like, how is she doing mentally? Right. There's, there's that whole aspect of it. And, and I think in our culture, it's not really widely accepted to be open about your, <clears throat> your mental health. Um, as kids growing up in our generation, we didn't really have the coping mechanisms to deal with loss or anything like that. Like I've known some people that had, you know, my wife's family went through a lot when she was a kid growing up and they face a lot of adversity and all that. It's kind of like, you know, how do, how do, you know, young kids cope with that uh, coming from, from first generation, you know, Portuguese families and all that. So, you know, I'm hoping our generation changes that. I think it will. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of these families go through a lot of shit when they come here, you know, it's not about like our parents. It's like, okay, immigration is just part of like the American story. Right. And I think there's a lot to that and there's a lot that they have to go through mentally and all the shit they had to like deal with too, to like come here and live this new life and, you know, look at things differently and, and have to like <clears throat> hold all their feelings in, not be able to express them effectively. And so a lot of that was passed off onto the kids. And, um, 
don't know. It's, it's a real big issue. And, uh, you know, I don't think mental health just in this country in general is really taken very seriously at all. Um, so I think that's a huge issue. I think that's a, a massive uh, sort of, I guess, foundation to lots of different problems that we have going on. But I think it takes a lot to just admit, not really admit, but just realize, look at like do some self-reflection and realize, you know, hey, like maybe I do need some help or maybe I did handle this wrong. And so when you talk about like, you know, our relationship together and how things went wrong, you know, you might say from your perspective, yeah, well, we clashed because of this and that. And I, I, I look at it from like, well, I don't think I did a really good job looking at everyone's life and their point of views and their experiences and all the shit they're going through. Yeah. Never consider that shit. I was just like, you know what? I'm busy just as much as they are. I've got all this shit going on. Their time isn't more important than mine. You know, they should value our time equal collectively, equally, whatever it is. And so I think that was a huge issue too on my end. And so like, those are life skills that I've developed just by, you know, getting older and meeting different people after the whole, you know, conjunct thing. And just being able to understand that people go through shit and you don't know what they're going through and you can't assume they're going, that everything's cool. And there's just like a, ne a, a neglect for, for me or my time. It's a very self-centric thought process I had back then. I think a lot of that was just having this kind of old school, like upbringing with my, my pops who was super high strung work 24 seven. Right. Like, you know, and I was kind of exposed to that and felt like, okay, I, I gotta, you know, make sure that, people aren't taking advantage of me and my time and all that. And without really kind of considering other people, how they, you know, anything they're going through, how their lives are, the shit they're going through. And, you know, candidly, like my childhood and throughout my teenage years, like I didn't have to face that much adversity in comparison to like, you know, the macro look of all the other shit people went through. Right. I didn't have too much, like, I didn't have too much loss in my life growing up I had a little bit here and there, but you know, I didn't, I didn't have family members who passed away that were really close to me or, or anything like that. So just, you know, not being able to just put things into perspective and, and really just kind of like, you know, take a step back. I definitely feel like I had a lot going on when like you and I were, you know, when your time with the band was ending, I had a lot going on. So and you were you were so big on like let's practice, let's get this done. Like you had a lot of determination um, to be better and to work better in life for us to be able to like hang out outside of and create these relationships. I think you always had good intentions. And I think I was just so overwhelmed with, I was in a relationship at that time and he was going through a lot of mental health things and I just didn't know how to handle it. Um, and it was, you know, eventually that relationship ended and, and, and it, it was really hard for me. So I think a lot of, I think my place in the band, I was lacking um, one of the weak links, I would say at that point. And I think it was hard for me to accept that because I had never been like that with any of the bands because I was just so in love with it. So a lot of the things that I was going through definitely with my performance and in, in the band and at that point like you know whatever we were learning or or needed to show up to or anything like that and so it, it was yeah I was going through a lot of, in my personal life at that at that point so I think I, I, my feelings were very sensitive as well and when I started this podcast and, and realized that I wanted to make it about people that I've fallen apart 
um, from and and like wanting to have these conversations, you literally were, if not the first, second person in my mind. Because we have these moments in our lives where I feel like for me, there's certain moments where I think of a lot and I just, I was in that situation and being able to have the opportunity like to reach out to you and be like, I'm sorry for the shitty things that I might've said to you. And because I think that you and I could have had the potential to be just as close as I was to some of the other ones in the band. But I think uh, a lot of the emotions were high at that point. Yeah. And you know what? Like, I have to be honest with you. I, I always admire how straightforward you, you were. I always admire that about you. I even said that shit to like, you know, some of the other group members of the band, you know, um, shit from you and actually i actually appreciated that back then so like you bothered me the least at the end of the day i would have uh, never thought that because because you well i mean there was a point where it's like okay what is she doing is she prioritizing shit what's going on who cares about the excuses and all that and that's not really fair right like like imagine being you going through that shit right and being questioned about your commitment but not being able to convey like guys like there's a lot of shit going on you know, that you don't know about. And it's just, it wasn't really fair on my end to like, I wouldn't say assume, but just completely disregard any other possible reasoning for things, right? I was not as, I wasn't as big of a critical thinker then than I am now, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, the drama unfolded and shit happened a bit. Then it was kind of like, well, hey, at least she's like keeping it real. Like I couldn't really say the same about some of the other guys in the band, but like, at least she's like, being transparent (laughs) like I actually was like okay that's cool like she bothers me the least you know um but that like all these things are are really kind of solid learning experiences um I regret you know about how I handled things back then for sure um I also think that they're key like kind of cogs to like growing up and learning shit and just developing as a person right Mm -hmm. um I still appreciate all my time in the group for sure. I wish it would have gone on longer. And there's times now where I'm like, damn, like I wish we could still be playing, um, you know, and all. I had a difficult time trying to put myself in other people's shoes because I really felt like all the shit I was doing was was what mattered and that everyone had to have the same level of commitment that I had. And, you know, and that was a huge, a huge issue too, being able to take constructive feedback and apply it to myself and, you know, on our Facebook messages messages on Facebook because I was like I I'm having trouble remembering like what exactly happened and uh, there was a point where I was just like I want to talk to you face to face and you were like well just wait for a rehearsal or something like that and then there was like nothing else said after that and I'm like is that how like hard it ended but I think a lot of it was just, so it was a bad, like for me, it was kind of like candidly, probably one of the like shittier times. Um, I was one of those people that just try to occupy my mind with shit to like take my mind off of things. So, you know, at school. So I was like, all right, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? You know, I've been with my girlfriend at that time for, I don't know, it was probably a solid eight years. Like, okay, how do I settle down? All those things. So that was also, that also helps kind of consume some of my mental bandwidth for sure. Um, 
sad. I think it was pretty, it, it did end kind of that way. But I think there was like this mutual sort of like, like I've connected with a lot of the, the folks in the band since then, or I've seen them randomly and had conversations with them in person, whatever. Right. And we just kind of just disregard all the shit that happened back then. Cause it like, honestly, like who cares, you know, like shit yeah. happened, yeah. you know, like, like we're humans, we all make mistakes. Like, I think would have all just sat down and had more of like a meeting and talked it out. I don't know if any of us were there like mature wise, maybe because I think we had a little bit of a secret sauce with all of us that were in the band at that time. And I think because like, you know, I wish we could still play. I think I have a lot of that too. And if I were to go back, like I would want it with all those people. Like, all the the same people. So I have, like, a regret a little bit. Like, I just wish that we would have kind of tried a little bit harder to make it work. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I was going through so much shit. Yeah, after we broke up, like, literally everyone was, like, getting married, having kids. Um, Like, everyone went through that, like, hump in their life where it was, like, now we're settling down and growing up other crazy shit in their lives that I couldn't imagine they would even be thinking about playing music and like at, at the very least maybe sort of like okay guys like lots of shit going on let's just pump the brakes a little bit let's just chill out for a bit um and we feel like we're on the same page um that we would have been able to work it out it's a really tough thing to do though you know even even the the bands that did this shit for a long time didn't last forever you know right um so, and I think when you do these types of things that, you know, you want to do it as long as you can, but it ain't going to last forever. So you kind of got to appreciate those moments, do what you can in those moments to, you know, and, you know, play the gigs and do all that and make sure everyone's on the same page too. So that's I, definitely part of it as well. Well, I'm happy to hear that I was not your least favorite person. <laughs> no, I mean. I didn't feel that. I didn't think that. I thought. For sure, you were walking away from it, like, hating me. And I was, like, the number one hated one. Well, I hated all you guys, honestly. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm sure you kind of did at that point. There was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I did. And I was like, you know, fuck these guys at the time. Like, I don't want to deal with these people. I'm done. I'm cool. I'm moving on. Um, But, you know, other people, like, I really appreciated uh, just transparent and, and honest and um you weren't it may have seemed that at first my you know a lot of my anger and frustration were with you and they they definitely were um real so um like again it's weird to talk about this stuff because I think the only person I really talked about this like this way is probably my wife at the time or girlfriend at the time now wife um so you know but um I still think about everyone in the band and how they're doing and, and all that. And like, I have no ill will with anyone at all. Um, and the fact since, because that band was a huge part of my life for that period of time, there is a part of me that still, you know, loves everyone in the band and, you know, appreciates everything we did together and, and always hope that um, living a good life and enjoying time with their families and doing all that stuff too. So.
For sure. I know when I reached out to you, you're probably like, this is crazy <laughs> that she wants to talk about this so many years later. But it was just important for me. Like you said, by the way, like it's water under the bridge. I'm like, totally. And I completely uh, agree with that. I think we were not friends on social media and, and years and years ago. You had friended me one day and I was like, cool. So we are cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, there's more to shit in life outside of playing music with someone or beefing with someone over some fucking band drama shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, you get older, there's more to people than just playing music in a band. You know, there's their, their experiences, what they've gone through in their lives, their emotions, their feelings, who they are, their families, the people they're connected with, the people that care about them. Like just gotta be, just be cool with each other. You know, just love everybody, you know, just love everybody. Understand that like, people come from different backgrounds. They have different opinions on things and just appreciate that. And I, I spend more time now in my, you know, mid thirties sort of learning from people, having that genuine curiosity about people. Um, I'm tick, right. Um, sort of thought process back then, you know, it took me a while to really mature in my life, you oh, know, yeah. out of that, out of that stage. So, um, like, it was like the evolution of our of our lives in a way we were we were like you were saying earlier at that age you thought mm -hmm. you knew like you had it together you were an adult you were handling shit I felt the same way like I felt like in my 20s at that time like I knew who I was I knew what I was about I knew what I stood for and now being in my mid-30s I'm like now I'm confident now I'm secure like now I know myself and I've allowed myself to kind of like sit in my thoughts more and process things differently like how I communicate even with my husband like versus like five years ago even is so different and it, it's just life it, it's kind of a really cool thing to evolve like this and I don't think that we come from culturally parents in that in their generation they ever if will ever do that like self-discovery in a way yeah and like you know you had some adversity you had some stuff you had to face and that helped change you I didn't have as much as that as you did I don't I don't think but I was able to like meet lots of people in my life and work with lots of people and collaborate and um just understand more beyond just what like my opinions and my thoughts and my beliefs and all that shit, you know? Um, <clears throat> I mean, we get more wise as we get older and, you know, I think that's a huge aspect of it. I'm definitely not the same person I was 10 years ago. That's for sure. Um, <clears throat> is real. Um, just, I think parenthood for sure. Huge aspect of that. Um, thinking about how I'd raise my son and, like what I like, for, I think about that all the time. Like, what's he going to be like when he gets older? I hope he doesn't listen to shitty music. <laughs> well, he'll be influenced by you. So you just have to keep feeding him the music you like. And then I'll be like this like douchey dad that he doesn't want to have anyone to, like want to have anything to do with. And, you know, who's he going to hang out with? You know, all those different things. So I think about a lot of that stuff. At the same time, I think about like, damn, it'd be really cool to play music again with these people. Or, you know, be back in Theater Monica at some point. I don't know. But for now, I'm just sort of just trying to, like, just trying to survive out here. You know what I mean? Now we've got a kid. Um, 
got my career established. So doing that and, you know, my wife's doing really well out here. I thought she would have a difficult time transitioning out to the Bay Area, but she like was really like solid straight from the get-go. So she's been very successful out here. Um, so, you know, we're just living, just trying to be healthy, you know, great with everyone I've ever like been friends with or had relationships with just kind of hoping the same for everyone and just hoping people are are good in a good place mentally and physically and you know all the other shit's sort of ancillary in my mind honestly for sure lucky as like the female in the band as the singer like the lead and lead singer in the band because everyone's wives or girlfriends at that time were awesome like I think that when I talk to other singers and people that are, they have drama with like the wives or I even experienced that in the last band that I had, I had drama with the wife and I was so lucky. Like all the wives and girlfriends were, they were awesome. They were so easy to get along with. Like there was never anything weird where they would be like jealous or I hope, I mean, not that I know, but everyone was just so, so good to me. And I, I was also in a relationship for most of that as well, but it could be, it could definitely be weird um, going into that. Have like, you guys always had really good girls and, and wives. I think that, that made it easy too. <laughs> it's because we married all the Portuguese women. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I think, um, I don't know. I feel like our spouses, I'm not, I'm not going to speak for anyone, everyone else here, but I think they all realized this was a passion that we all had. Um, and it was really just about the music and being able to perform and do all that and you know so like at least in my wife she always supported all that stuff even if in the end it didn't end up going anywhere she was always supportive of what made me happy the stuff I was passionate about I think I think I could say the same for all the other guys in the band and their spouses and um you know and others is that they knew this stuff was important to us and so they just supported us through that you know um and just as important it was just as important to you as it was to us too. So I think people realize that. I think everyone realized that. And um, to grab, you know, nine people together with different backgrounds, different age groups, different places geographically, different places in their lives, different competing priorities, right? Like, yes, <clears throat> it's challenging to do. I know. You know, if we were to do it again, I feel like we would, I think, need to like have a smaller bunch. I feel like we, we don't need... A, a, such a big band <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot simpler that way yeah and I think a lot of the folks have sort of settled down a bit a little less um not of virtuous right like everyone's sort of settled down a bit <clears throat> but at the same time that kind of makes it harder too right um spot some experience I've I've like I said I've you know I was able to meet new people I'm always I'm, that's one of the things I enjoy doing um is relationships BSing with people, right? Learning more about people. Um, and kept in touch with most of the people that we played with. Um, those relationships valued that time. Did a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Wish we could have done more, but you know, it's better, it's better than you know, not doing anything and not having those memories and um as much as I possibly can. A little bit more challenging now, but um if, uh self-reflection a lot of learning experiences i would love i i've told some of the guys this. i would love for us all i mean i'll host like a barbecue or something in the summer 
are all of us to come together, like our families and kids and like jam or just even just chill. I'm like, I got a playground in my backyard. Like all the kids can just play <laughs> because I genuinely like love you guys. I, I truly, I was telling my husband this. I'm like, I, I, there was like a secret sauce in our, my relationship with these people because I enjoyed them like on a personal level too. And I, and to this day, like I love seeing like, you know, everyone getting married and having kids and everyone just progressing in life and, and doing well. I love seeing all the photos of everyone's kids. It's so cute. I'm such a kid person too. So I'm just like, oh my God, your kids are so cute. And I just, it would be fun to see all of us like now as parents <laughs> and have our little kids running around. So we have to get everybody together. That would be fun. Yeah. And I think every parent is kind of like that, right? Like, like I said, I wasn't a huge kid person. And then I had a kid and now it's like, I look at other people's kids and I like, you know, you pay more attention to those things. And it's like, you really just hope for the best for those people and their families. And now it's like, you just kind of live your life vicariously through your own children. You know what I mean? Okay. And it, it sounds hella cliche again, but to say this, but you, it's all about them, right? It's all about how they grew up. It's all about their life experiences. You want to do shit with them and have them interact with other kids. Cause you want to see how they interact and I think a lot of it is like this whole like, okay, does he get that from me? Does he get that from mom type of thing, right? Trying to figure out which traits are for me and which ones are for my wife, right? I think that's part of it too. And it's kind of like just appreciating that we've created this human that's like part of both of us. And so so wild. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's pretty dope. It's pretty cool. Um, I, don't I know. think my four-year-old, I just like feel like he's a drummer. <laughs> Oh, yeah. he can keep a beat like he the other day he was just playing with chopsticks and I was like dude like you're doing a good job <laughs> with your tempo like that's pretty impressive for a four-year-old so what how do I get him started get him started now I I that's and it helps having people in the family who are musicians I didn't really like my immediate family did not have any music like my parents were not musicians right my sister played music um but I didn't have anyone to like lean on you know what I'm saying yeah um in the house so so yeah get get him started now Portuguese band is, is a good you know I don't think the Tracy band's around anymore um but if you can get him in Portuguese band when they're old enough do that because that was like a huge part of just understanding music and actually lessons now too um that play it I had a cousin my cousin growing up who is the reason I play drums is he's still playing too and I think he's older than me by like two years, a year, year and a half, roughly. Um, and he, you know, he was a huge inspiration to me growing up playing drums. And so he's still playing. So um, <clears throat> it helps to have people uh, to surround yourself with other musicians who are, um, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the drums. It could be something else, but it definitely helps to be surrounded by that environment for sure. I agree. So to take away anything from like this experience of me, like coming back to you and kind of reliving and like officially squashing like everything like what do you feel like is the takeaway from all of this i've i've spoken with lots of the folks that we've played that we played in the band with and um you know because things at the end got a little shady um and i've always kind of assumed that like people were you know most of the folks in the band were kind of over a lot of that stuff too because um you know, I, I, I'm like social media friends with a lot of them and, you know, they moved on with their lives and that that's all awesome. 
Um, but it would be cool. Like, yeah, I like the idea of being able to meet up with everyone um, and, you know, see how they're doing, right? Like meet their, have our children meet each other, right? See how life is going for them and, and just kind of reconnect with them. Because we all get involved in our own lives. We all do our own things. And then you just, you don't really keep track of what else is going on with people and, you know, old, right? And um, I don't know, apart from people that you had all these awesome experiences with. So if I were to take one thing away, I'd be like, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to hold you up to that, host a barbecue, do something, <laughs> get us together. Because yeah, um, I think that would be a great experience for all of us, for sure. You know, those that are down to do it. And how, that's what I would take away from it. But I always kind of assumed like the drama back then was like back then, you know, I knew that you got married and had kids and settled down and a lot of other people in the band did too. So like, I knew there was really none of that like ill will. I don't think that kind of still stuck around 10 years later for sure. You know, um, <clears throat> personal drama. I think it was just a lot of just band drama type shit. So, um, you know, I, I never really assumed that like, we'd still have this animosity towards each other. And I think it was me more of like a, a guilty thing. I think that there was things that I had said that I was like, uh, it was kind of nasty to you. And so I, I don't like being like that. And I felt like yeah. that was an ugly version of me. So I, I, those are, those are things that replay in my head until I address it. Like, I just, am that, like you said, I'm very direct. I got to address it. And, and like acknowledge that was fucked up and now I would never say anything like that to anybody and you know things that I said to you and I'm happy that we can you know move forward and not have any animosity or or drama and I I feel one to to kind of clear the air there are not a lot but there are a couple of people that I'm just like I'm good never talking to you again you know, there are <laughs> some, some things that will sting forever, you know, that like is more like, no, that's your character. That's you. So like for me, I think it's like people that I feel like will bring me value. I want to, in a way, like redeem myself a little bit and know like, hey, I just want you to let you know I've grown up a little bit and <laughs> I wouldn't do that again. And like I enjoyed the memories that we all had and the band was such a big part of my life even though it was such a short period of time it was just so much of my identity yeah for sure and I really appreciate that by the way um like you know there's like this mutual understanding that you know it's all water under the bridge but I do respect the fact that it's like like I'll tell you you know I appreciate the fact that you know you've reached out um I don't think you should have regret on anything that happened back then. Like I said, I don't think I was really looking at l things through your eyes. I wasn't looking at, I wasn't considering all the other shit people were going through in their respective lives. So there's a, that's a huge regret on my end for sure too. I, I, t I definitely didn't have a human aspect behind the band really. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was almost like, dude, did you, do you even enjoy this shit? Um, but but I do appreciate that. I do respect that, um, that you, um, like I said, you know, no, no hard feelings at all. Um, haven't been for some time. Just happy to see that you're doing well. Happy to see that, you know, that you've got your family and your beautiful children and, you know, you're doing your thing and, um, everyone, you know, so, uh, yeah, same thing. Bam was a huge part of my life. Um, definitely playing music, the highlight of, 
you know, me playing music for sure. Um, and they would not trade those years for anything. You know, I have no regrets with, you know, playing music with you guys. I have regrets with how I handle shit for sure. Um, <clears throat> but no regrets experiences we had in that band. Um, still is, and I appreciate all of them, even to this day. Likewise. I appreciate you coming on the show, allowing, like, you know, to kind of have a vulnerable conversation. And I can't wait till we can get together again and get the family together. I'm definitely going to do some type of barbecue in the summer. So I'll keep in touch. Um, but I still think about it now, even to this day. This isn't something that I just kind of put in my past and don't think about. Um, so I'm glad about it. Um, and kind of. Thanks again for coming on the show. And um, I hope you feel better. Yes, you too. I appreciate it. And I'm going to hold you to that barbecue.